We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Pacer fans, welcome to the debut episode of the Point Guard Chronicles here on PacersTalk.net and part of Setting the Pace. I'm your host, Alex Golden. Today I'll be joined by Spencer Percy to talk about Kemba Walker and what are the realistic possibilities of Kemba joining the team. He's going to power rank where he thinks Kemba will land in free agency and all that fun stuff. So we're going to talk about 15, 20 minutes here about Kemba Walker and his chances of joining the Pacers this summer. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. What's going on, Pacer fans? Welcome back to another episode of Setting the Pace. I am joined today from BuzzBeat Podcast. He covers the Charlotte Hornets, my man, Spencer Percy. Spencer, what's going on? Not too much. Um, you know, just getting ready for that, the annual draft season, which is always, as, as a, someone that covers the Charlotte Hornets, an important time of year as we, um, you know, we're, we're pretty regularly landing in the lottery, so... Gearing up for that, and then free agency. Yeah, free agency, of course. So appreciate you having me back. Yeah, so here in Indianapolis, the Pacers definitely need to make some upgrades with their point guard position. Both Darren Collison and Corey Joseph are free agents, and you've got Aaron Holiday in the wing who looks to be getting that backup role position, but they really need to solidify that starting point guard position, which they really haven't addressed. I guess the longest tenure point guard they probably had is George Hill. So, um there's a guy that played in Charlotte for quite a while now. Uh, he's a free agent this year, was an all-star, starting all-star, um, Kimball Walker. And this is a name that a lot of Pacer fans are really wanting to come join Indiana. So what is the feel out there in Charlotte if, you know, it is, if Kimba, like what, what are you guys feeling out there on Kimba's status? Are you thinking he's going to stay in Charlotte or do you think there's a chance he uh, uh, goes and tests the market? I mean, I you know, I, I think it depends on who you ask down here. I tend to lean towards like probably sixty five, thirty five that he that he leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but Kim was, you know, he, he's really honest. He's, he's not, if we look across the league and we see a lot of guys these days who, who will say one thing and then, you know, backtrack and backpedal the next Kim. It's not Kimba. Um, he's a high character guy. He's said all along, you know, number one, it's about winning. You know, he wants to win, but he's also coupled that with saying how much he loves Charlotte, how Charlotte really is home for him. Um, you know, his family's here with him. His mother lives here as well. Um, you know, obviously grew up in New York. So for a New Yorker to say, look, this is where I want to be. Um, I love this place. I call it home. I care about it. But at the end of the day, it's about winning. So here's what I think. I think that the Hornets have a chance with the upcoming draft. They have the number probably going to be the number 12 pick. We'll see with the lottery next week. Um, they got a chance to shop that pick potentially, uh, try to improve this roster, send a message to Kimba before free agency starts July 1. So, you know, some kind of trade around the draft is really their last chance to improve the roster. Um, you can't make a free agency move. They're, they're way over the cap and up against the tax anyway, um, you know, before resetting Kimba Walker. So this is their last chance. I, I do think he would like to be here. I mean, that's like the long-winded way to, 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 to answer the question. But I don't think the Hornets are going to be able to pull off a trade that is significant enough for Kimba to look at this roster and say, okay, now I know you guys are, are committed to winning or I think we have a good chance to compete in the Eastern Conference. The Hornets are just really, really a bad salary cap situation with some bad contracts, really unmovable contracts, I would say. So all that to say, that that's why I think there's more of like a 65 70% chance that he actually ends up leaving than staying because I just don't see what Mitch, Mitch Kupchak can really do to improve the roster enough to convince him to stay. Now, do you think Mitch and Charlotte will throw the Supermax at Kimba Walker? Yeah, that that's a great question. I, no, I don't. Um, okay, that's that's a shocking reply because I would assume they would do that with all the money they've spent. Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I'm probably going to be wrong in this. I, I just like to think that Jordan hired Mitch Kupchak to come in and and make the, the decisions that aren't necessarily Jordan's. Like, like maybe he's finally Jordan. I'm talking about finally looking himself in the mirror and saying, you know what, I've got to remove myself from the basketball decision-making side, um, and I've got to let the people I hire do their job. So I like to tell myself that that, that was, you know, Mitch Kupchak is someone he actually has enough respect in to allow him to do that. And Mitch Kup, Kupchak has the bravitas to go back at Jordan, you know, right? So when right. these big decisions. So – I think that's a factor in this. Uh, I, I think that any, you know, it's it's like living in a really nice neighborhood, right? And although that house at the front of the street certainly isn't as high in value as the one down the cul-de-sac with the lakefront property, you're still in that neighborhood, and there's only so many of those houses, so you're going to pay a premium for all of them. That's kind of how I view Kimba. Like, he's that house in the front of the street. No, he, he, there's no way he's a $220 million player. But I understand the thought that people have is like, yeah, but he he's your guy. That's your guy. So you just got to go ahead and pay him that. I, I don't really subscribe to that that train of thought. So I like to think that the, the Hornets will find a lower number to come in at. But this all, I mean, and I think Kimba would accept that, Alex, but this all boils down to will they will their roster look good enough to Kimba at that point to say, okay, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and take this this deal. We're just still going to be a really rich one um, because I think we have a chance to win. So how – I mean, obviously you've kind of mentioned it, but do you think that not making the playoffs this year even solidified more that he's going to be looking to leave? 
I mean, you know, that's that's what you're reading out there. I mean, even Adrian Wojnarowski has kind of reported that, that that was the case. He was a little frustrated. I, you know, I said leading up to the end of the season that if the Hornets fell short of making the playoffs because they didn't get a Mark Gasol trade done before the trade deadline, if that's really like the pivot point for Kimball Walker to say, I'm just done with Charlotte now and I'm going to go look elsewhere. Like, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me because I, I'm sitting here saying, okay, so you get the eight seed over Detroit because you trade for Gasol and then you get swept by Milwaukee or you get <laughs> you get the gentleman sweep four one. Like that that right. is the, the decision making that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But you know, I'm, I'm not Kimball Walker. And I just think he's smarter than that. So I, I would be I think I would be selling him short by saying just because the Hornets missed the playoffs and or and missed the right to be swept by Milwaukee, that's gonna make him leave. Doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but uh, you know, I'm not Kimball. Now, one of the things Pacer fans would say that they feel like Kimba has a they have a shot of landing Kimba is because he's been playing in a smaller market in Charlotte, so playing for Indiana would not be much different, you know, market size. But there is some big name markets out there: New York, Brooklyn, Dallas. These type of teams that might be willing to throw him the same amount of money as Indiana. So, do you think market will have a factor in Kimba's decision? Not not really. I really don't. I think this really does boil down to winning. And, you know, I, I look at Indiana's roster and that there's not, you know, outside of Miles Turner and Victor Oladipo, there's not a lot to wrap your arms around in, in, in terms of guys that are returning. Um, but all that cap space, I mean, I think for Indiana specifically, it comes down to who, who can we couple – you know, along or you know, who who can we bring in here to, to convince Kimba, okay, this this is the piece you need next to you and this with Oladipo and Turner, like, okay, now we're a, we're easily a top four team in the East with a chance to compete. Um, I think they have a chance because I just don't think market is gonna matter to him. But at the end of the day, um, it is going to matter with all that cast space. Who is that other free agent, right? Like if if Kawhi Leonard's going to the Clippers and they're shopping uh, Kimball Walker to come with him. That that's going to be tough for Indiana to compete with, right? So it really depends right. on who that free agent is. Um, you know, you see Chris Middleton's name floated out there as Dallas. I think is really going to target Kimba and Chris Middleton. I think that's an intriguing duo. But yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, I think Indiana's in the run as much as anybody else is for Kimba. It just matters who else is coming with him. Yeah, one thing I, I think that the Pacers do have a factor uh, or an, an upside is they're in the Eastern Conference. And like you mentioned, if Kawhi Leonard leaves the Raptors, well, we've seen what the Raptors would look like without him in the playoffs. You know, they're not as good as they, they you know, they're not as they're not that good of a team without Kawhi Leonard. You look at Kyrie Irving with the Boston Celtics, you know, that whole team's kind of been a letdown this year. And then Philadelphia has a lot of question marks too. So really the only team that's, got a good chance of bringing back their main core is Milwaukee and so you know adding Kimba to a you know a team with Victor Oladipo uh, Sabonis and, and Turner that is something that might be intriguing because in the Eastern Conference they're probably going to have a better chance of competing in the playoffs do you think that is a factor as well for the Pacers yeah no I, I absolutely do I, I think that's a smart way to look at this thing um you know another another thing is when you're looking at free agents that are deciding where they're going to go this summer, obviously Indiana's not, you know, they're not going to get their pick of the litter. That, that's not breaking news. But they have, I mean, you mentioned Sabonis. Like, 
they have guys on on affordable, even Victor Oladipo, like twenty one million over the next two seasons. That's that, that's a bargain. I mean, so so you look at like the cap flexibility that they have to improve their roster not only for this coming season but the season after. That's going to play. That's going to play a big factor, I think, for guys' decisions um, this summer. So, yeah, we're talking about a guy like Kimball Walker, who, again, I think he's I think he's very smart. I think he's strategic in the way he thinks. I think he's got the right people around him. You know, I think he has a situation he looks at and he says, "Man, this is you know, this is a good situation." And I also think, from a basketball perspective, him and Victor Oladipo, the combination of those two guys in the backcourt together, is really, really exciting. Um, and it would finally give Kimball Walker an opportunity to get off the basketball, right, and, and run off the screens and be a catch and shoot player more often. Which you know, you go look at those numbers. Kimball plays off the ball; he's almost he's more efficient, obviously, than he is on the ball, and he's one of the most lethal on the ball pick and roll players in the game so i think that's a really cool combination um but you know indiana's just one of those super intriguing teams of free agency this summer because again they're not new york they're not los angeles but they have a lot of cap space and they have cap flexibility moving forward um and i think that's going to matter to somebody that maybe we're not even talking about yeah no and i I think you bring up some great points there and then really the last question i wanted to ask you is you know what? What if Charlotte decides, "Hey, we want Kimba. We want Kimba back. He wants to move on." And they maybe find a team to do a sign and trade. Um, Indiana, like we mentioned, they do have a guy in Sabonis that's a really nice backup center who won't be. Uh, he can still be on a cheap contract right now, and maybe you know, though the Pacers could throw in a pick or something like that to give Charlotte some compensation for Kimba Walker instead of just signing him outright. Uh, do you think there's any possibility there of a sign and trade? It's something a lot of Hornets fans are they're asking that question as they, they kind of get closer to facing the reality of, of Kemba being elsewhere next year. I need to sharpen up on my sign-and-trade rules, but I mean, I think one of the main things, and maybe you know this, is it, to do a sign-and-trade, you, you really, the team, part you know, half of the team in, in this trade has to have the cap space, which Indiana does. Um, you know, the Clippers, for instance, would be another team that does, so... Is that right? You can't really do a sign and trade with a team that's over the cap. Or I mean, you can, but it, it's the much, cap would much have harder. To, yeah, the cap would have to match. And it, and I think what it is is the player that signs the deal. So Kemba here, it would have to be for three years max that he'd have to, or minimum three years minimum plus whatever else. So he has to at least agree to a three year deal to be signed and trade. So it couldn't be a one or a two year deal. Right. Right. Okay. So. So yeah, I mean, I think that's a possibility, and Sabonis would be, you know, that that would definitely be a great sweetener um, for a team like Charlotte. I mean, I was really impressed with Sabonis really all year, and I think he's proven that he deserves a shot to be a starting center uh, in this league. So I think it's intriguing. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Here's what I think about free agency this summer: is with Kyrie and Kawhi and Kevin Durant and Chris Middleton and Clay, Clay Thompson. I mean, like. There, this thing is going to go in so many different directions, man. I, I just, I, I think this is one of the toughest free agency classes in the history of the game, probably to uh, to predict. Uh, you know, especially with like, let's see if Toronto makes the finals. Hell, if they even win the finals, like that that pivots everything. So. Um, seeing if Philly gets beat here in game six, I mean, there's going to be serious fallout there. With Tobias Harris, Jimmy Butler, there's two more names I left out. So there's just so many moving parts. I think it's Kimba is going to be one of those guys who's going to probably, not maybe by choice, but just because this is the way it's going to work out, 
of these stars we're talking about probably going to fade a little bit to the background of that free agency class and have to wait to see what happens with these with these bigger names first, and then we kind of probably see the puzzle start to come together. Yeah, that's that's going to be really fun. That's it's kind of crazy that the big names that are going to be signing all have names to start with K's. Uh, the free agency of K's is what I'm calling it because there's so many of them uh, that their name starts with K. So just to put a bow on this present here, um, power rank the teams that have cap space and how you see them uh, in the pecking order for Kemba Walker. So you can even throw Charlotte in there if you want, but New York, Brooklyn, Los Angeles Clippers, Los Angeles Lakers, uh, and then, of course, the Dallas Mavericks. Oh, man, that's a good question. Um I would go Dallas one, uh, the Clippers two, New York three, um, probably Indiana four, um, and and the Lakers five. I'm leaving someone out, aren't I? The Hornets, your team. Oh right, right. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Just with the I, okay. So if I slotted Charlotte in, I would probably slot them in second behind Dallas. Okay. Because um, I do really think Kimmel wants to stay, but I just don't think it's it's going to work out from a, a winning factor. But yeah, it sounds like Dallas is going to go strong after him. I, I just, <laughs> as much as I like the Victor Oladipo fit, the Luka Doncic fit with Kimball Walker, and if they were able to get Chris Middleton to go with Porzingis like that, whoa. That that actually like really really excites me. That could be like a top three or four team in the West. So yeah, it's going to be interesting because there are going to be a lot of moving parts, and you know the teams like Dallas and the teams like Indiana are going to be willing to offer Kimba that deal on July first, and they're not going to want to wait till July fourth to see what Kyrie or Kevin Durant does. And maybe that's something that entices Kimba is the ability to sign on the first day or agree to a deal on the first day and get that max deal done because there are going to be teams that are going after him number one as their priority yeah yeah and and i'll say this too like i think kimba he's such a team guy i think that one of the big factors in his free agency will be i think he's going to give charlotte the first meeting beyond that if he takes another meeting who's in on that meeting right like if it's if it's indiana if victor oladipo is there um, along with, you know, n- name your other key piece for the team, along with the head coach and the GM and whoever else. Like, if you bring the house, if you bring the key pieces to your organization on the floor to that meeting, I think Kimba's the kind of guy that that's going to go a long way with him um, mm-hmm. and, and not just the front office, if that makes sense. So right. I, I know that's way in the weeds, but I think that matters to Kimba. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been fun, man. It's going to be an exciting summer. The Pacers definitely have a lot of money to play with. And, you know, Kimba Walker is definitely at the number one top list of everybody's list out there that's a Pacer fan, hoping for some change in free agency. So you have him. I think you put him around five or six now with Charlotte going into number two. So fifth on the power rankings, you know, it's better than six, right? But at the end of the day, you know, it's going to be tough for the Pacers to get him. So I'm sure... Uh, they will have to go a different route, more than likely, but we can always hope that Kemba does have some type of connection with Oladipo where he wants to come to Indiana. But enough of this. Uh, I'm going to get out of the way. I appreciate you, Spencer, for coming on. You guys can follow Spencer at QCH Spencer on Twitter. And once again, thanks again for coming on, my man. No problem. Good luck this summer. Thanks, man. All righty, guys, that does it for the first episode of the Point Guard Chronicles here on PacersTalk.net. 
Tomorrow, I'll be interviewing Rowan Cotty, who covers not just one but two point guards from the Milwaukee Bucks that could be potential free agents the Pacers could sign. One you guys know already, George Hill. We don't spend too much time on him, but we do spend quite a bit of time on Malcolm Brogdon. And I think you guys might be a little bit shocked on how Rowan sees Malcolm Brogdon fitting with the Pacers. All right, guys, we'll talk to you all tomorrow. See you later, Pacer Nation. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.